0: Another great show today. Too much show today. We've got Jim Brewer first up. He's going to spend about a half hour with us here. Of course, everyone knows Jim from SNL. He's a comedian. The Bruniverse uh, podcast, which mirrors every Thursday morning on Patreon and then Friday on YouTube. Also, you can get it at Rumble slash Jim Brewer. Jim, Jim spells his last name, in case you don't know. B-R-E-U-E-R, B-R-E-U-E-R. You can also get dates at jimbrewer.com for his upcoming comedy tour. Then in the second half of the show, we are welcoming back Bobby Ann Cox. She's a New York civil rights attorney and a fellow at the Brownstone Institute, and she's been practicing law for over 25 years. You can follow her uh, on X at attorney underscore Cox, C-O-X, and uh, learn more about uh, her quarantine lawsuit at Uniting New York State, United NYS, unitingnys.com forward slash lawsuit. Uh, I don't know if I have Jim's X. I'll try to get that for you when we get back. Uh, so stay with us. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin. Ridiculous Valentine's Day is around the corner, so it is time to look your absolute best. Our friends at GenuCell are celebrating Valentine's Day with a special gift just for you. From now until Valentine's Day, get a limited time gift of beauty box free with your order at GenuCell.com slash Drew. Each beauty box has two of GenuCell's top sellers for you to give a try. It's absolutely free. And right now, save over 60% off all of our favorite GenuCell products with one of our customized skincare packages.
1: I know I'm a snob about the products I use on my face. Everybody knows it. Every time I go to the dermatologist's office, they're just rows and rows of different creams. Retinols, vitamin C cream, under eye cream, night creams. Scrubs. And then when I get to the counter, they're overpriced. All kinds of products that you can all find at GenuCell.com. Plus, with its immediate
0: effects, GenuCell promises results that will make you smile. It's guaranteed or 100% of your money back to let yourself and a loved one with our limited edition bundles right now at GenuCell.com slash Drew. Use our special code Drew at checkout for extra savings off your order today. And remember, every order placed is automatically upgraded to free shipping. Don't wait. That is GenuCell.com slash Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash D-R-E-W. As a physician, I am deeply concerned about efforts to erode the doctor-patient relationship. And as medical freedom continues to come under assault, I'm on a mission to empower you to be able to take care of yourselves and your family the way you want to. I urge you to get this medical emergency kit from the wellness company. It contains essential prescription medication you should really always have on hand. Here's Dr. Peter
2: McCullough, Chief Scientific Officer. It's a very broad and diverse medical kit, can handle everything from a urinary tract infection, a fungal infection, a bronchitis. People can, you know, via telemedicine, uh, get their questions answered and get on the right track. But it's basically an at-home formula. Yep. For the first time, people, instead yep. of being uh, uh,
3: held captive by an urgent care or by a doctor's office or an ER, they can actually do this themselves at home.
0: Save yourself the weight and the hassle and feel better faster. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC for 10% off. That is drdrew.com slash TWC for 10% off the medical emergency kit. And, of course, I found Jim's uh, Twitter or X address, which is, guess what, Jim Brewer, B E B R E uh, U E R. I got hoodwinked because it says Twitter or not X.com. I'm so used to saying X right now. I thought that was interesting that I couldn't even find Twitter on the Caleb on the menu. The yes, Caleb has something he wants to show me. So let's do that <laughs> so bring Jim in here.
4: Yeah, uh, so I was looking at my Facebook memories earlier. Can you hear me, Drew, right now? I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking at my Facebook memories, and I realized Uh that today is January thirtieth of twenty fourteen, and I found Mm -hmm. this video. Twenty twenty
0: four last. Twenty twenty four last. I twenty twenty
4: four. What I'm saying is January thirtieth of twenty fourteen is when this happened
0: our series hooked on social media continues
4: i'ma be
2: on tv with dr drew the doctor Yo doctor (laughs) wants to be when your doctor grows up
0: let's get started Uh, I do love that guy <laughs> yeah. there he is right now joining us Caleb Nation we just saw him on his own YouTube handle, channel Look which is host Caleb Nation do that face for me Caleb oh, the, my weird face my, yeah. oh yeah just to get it done okay. it's
4: been seen over a hundred million times famous, in like five different music yep. videos because every time I'm in a music video they want me to do that face Long- I actually made that video probably like three or four years, years ago. ago as Drew. you can see I have the Justin Bieber <laughs> hair back then now yeah. I kind of do the more like the one direction hair thing going up now <laughs> right. minutes. two Justin minutes do I Bieber? say we're at time we are out of time yes sir dr drew
0: (laughs) (laughs) look at that that's so funny when that that was that was a cnn hln show that i did for about eight years seven eight years something like that 10 years ago yeah and uh, caleb was that that was was that was your first time on that, that show was right
4: my first time on the show my first yeah. uh, I think it was my first national television appearance, and that was I think possibly the first time that you and I met was that day as well
0: ten years yes. and and uh and i I knew immediately I liked you, but, but you know what you don't know oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna tell you something for oh a while, I gotta hear which is because Bert, the EP that was interested, they're always at that point, the television was always trying to bring YouTubers into TV, they were trying to figure that out. Yeah. And we brought, we had a whole bunch of them come through, including you. And Nobody could make that transition, but you <laughs> did. You could, you, you did it. That's why we kept bringing you back. We're like, I get the Caleb guy back. He's fine. fine. He's good. We can I, get him in here. I was like, call but me anytime, day or was, night.
4: I'm love it. Glozell, Glozell.
0: almost did. Glozel yeah. almost did. I mean, she was okay, but Caleb, <laughs> you were really very, very good. So there we, was we brought you back. So
4: much fun. And then it's like, I don't know if people know, like I'll tell the long story a different time, but the short story of how I started working with you is that after I was on your HLN show. Then I was on Susan's uh, calling out with Susan Penske show. And then I heard her after they had recorded the podcast, it was my wife and I were on there and I heard her say, Mm. Oh, we're having so much trouble with Drew's website. I can't get this thing fixed and this thing fixed. And I just told Susan, it, well, I know how to fix it. Just like I can do this. It takes me two minutes because I was doing websites back then. A minute later, I have the passwords to drdrew.com emailed to me right away. You guys had no idea who I was.
1: <laughs> I did not I waste just go any in, time.
4: Don't waste any time. Took over drdrew.com. And then we, I kept working with you and working and with you. Calling and calling out like, with Susan Pinsky. And that one. yo, oh yeah. Redid the and, website. And, and then and, I was like, the, we got to do a is- live stream show. The rest is history. and the rest is history. Yep. Rest is history. <laughs>
1: We've been doing podcasts so, uh, for ten let's bring years. In
0: the great Jim Brewer. Speaking uh, of podcasts, yeah, here is
1: another great podcast.
0: Uh And uh, Jim, if you like my passwords and all my profile, I just hand, I'll just hand my wife will hand it over to you. I don't know about me, but Susan clearly hands it over to people. She, hasn't, she hasn't Caleb knew. never
1: never gave it back. I can't get it now.
0: <laughs> so so let's start with your podcast. Uh, you can get yeah. it on Thursday on Patreon, and then Friday on YouTube, and of course. For us on Rumble slash Jim Brewer, what what what's going on this week on um, Bruniverse? Bruniverse.
2: Well, every week is a little too, This this week I had this guy John Lackey, who he's a Boston filmmaker, and he was he had a very serious addiction, and mm. typical you know typical story. No father uh, when the father's not in the picture. Something goes down he he said he was he said he was wasted, Started drinking, I think by third grade or something like that, or something oh, wow. so Poor long guy. story short he got Oof. he got addicted to um heroin and all these other things, and then beat it mm. and so now he's all about going out there making films, the prevention of it all and uh, it was a pretty heavy story, and the reason why he wanted to come on with his thick Boston accent. He goes, uh, Brewer, I worked at the Comedy Connection and I helped drag your father, c- bring your father back to his home hotel room because he was wasted. You were, the, you were the kindest guy I ever met in a business. And I and I just, it'd be amazing to, so it was kind of a full circle. We, we started with that moment in time where I did remember it was probably 2007 or 8 around there mm-hmm. and my dad was older and I was bringing him around and I told everyone at the club back then I was playing this this I was playing clubs still and I said don't give my father any booze we got to hop on a tour don't. bus and <laughs> I got to drive 7 hours I can't have an 83 year old man wasted Going 80 miles an hour down the freeway, and I got to get up every 15 minutes to help him go to the bathroom. Well,
0: oh boy, yes, oh boy. shows
2: over, and we're dragging my father down the stairs. So that's who yeah, that's who's on this week. You. Um, every week is different. Once, once in a while, I'll have comedians. Um, I did a lot, I'm going away for a month, so this month we had. You know, some serious. That, that sounds some serious sounds ominous. I'm going away. <laughs> Where are you going, dude? I'm going away uh, from. Well, away. That, yeah, I know. It does sound like <laughs> I'm going away, but I'm going on vacation literally for for the entire month of February. I'm going to. Wow. Uh, yeah, I go to. I go to Tanzania a lot. I go to. Uh, I'm going to Jamaica for a wedding. Going to spend some time there, but I'm, I'm. I can't wait to go to Tanzania. It'll be my third or fourth time there. I love going
0: there. So, so to that point, um, I, I find myself fantasizing about fleeing from this country and particularly from this state all, all the time. Now it actually, I, I like, I it not, not because of anything specific, just because so many things are disturbing and upsetting. I, I keep feeling like I should have some sort of exit plan or strategy or get away something, because things are truly out of control in so many ways. What do you think about they, that?
2: They really are. I did a tour out there uh, maybe two, three months ago. And I, until you see it, first of all, just the gas. I I performed, I think I was in uh, like Alabama and Mississippi. Gas was 260. Mm-hmm. 260. I go to California you're you you're on the ocean. They could bring you gas. Very it it was five and change. I it, so the whole, so the reason I, I you know think, the reason
0: the 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 reason is they will not allow them. You. This is typical. No no no. They tell you it's the oil companies gouging you. They they leave off the buck and a half tax that were that we tag on to everything. It's so about a buck and a half tax. And the tax goes to homeless, which is the number one priority for our governor. And look at what a great job he's done. Look at how much of that money has gone to good use. So total waste, but a buck and a half of it is that. The other is they're not permitted to develop more refineries. So we did, we're so far from all the refineries, and we have like two in the whole state, that we can't refine enough oil. So the supply is completely choked, and that raises the price. And of course, they don't, no one tells anybody that, but that is the reason.
2: Well, you got to give him credit. He did clear the homelessness in San Francisco. And now we know all you have to do is bring over the Chinese leader and perhaps he can clear all homelessness. That was. (laughs) That maybe, the, maybe, Jim. If quite the move. You no,
0: know, Jim. I have not plan. Maybe if you declared yourself a communist leader or of you know, some type, and maybe on your behalf we could get everything cleared up. Because he clearly, clearly has great affection for communist leaders.
2: Well, isn't that? I mean, don't you think when you look at all this, it it clearly is being done on purpose. I mean, it's it's just it's blatantly obvious. But what I've also noticed is. In this in this era that we're people call, waking up or, or doing more going in the rabbit hole, it, it's it's it makes zero sense. It's almost like, hey, we're 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 gonna let the country go, but we're gonna do it very slowly. And by the time it's done, you're not even going to know it happened. You're going to have, it's purposely driving you out of the state. But what blows my mind more than anything, your state is 90% red. So I don't understand how San Francisco and Los Angeles determine how your entire state feels. And they're by far perhaps the worst cities to visit in the entire, it's It's almost like they're laughing at you and they're taunting you, go ahead, do something. There's nothing you can do about it. And it, I, you know, when I did the shows out there as a joke, I'd say, I don't understand how Californians have not, not it just went to the mansion of your governor and go, can we, uh, can you come outside for a little We at least want to discuss some yeah. things, Bill. We, we just want to talk to you for a minute out there as he's combing his hair and whitening his teeth well, a
0: little bit, But more. listen, it's Jim, now, now that uh, Nancy Pelosi is spending a little more time in Northern California, there are people showing up outside her house and screaming about things. And she yells back at them, go back to China as though as though anybody who would disagree with her i i kid you not look it up and 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 if anyone who disagree with her must be funded by the chinese communist party when talk about misreading the audience this is not that crowd i promise you there that probably is
2: out there but not not these folks do you think there's going to be um some type of of movement i don't you know I. I think part of the reason, too, is why I'm planning to leave the country a lot this year because I think this is going to be the beginning of one of the craziest times in human history, not just American
0: history. I hope not. I hope, I hope you're either. wrong. I, I, I you could be. but, but I, I do think it is an important time for everybody to stand up for basic civil liberties. Oh, there's Fancy Pelosi yelling back. You have that video? Go back to China. It's hard. To Can either. you, uh, yeah. Can
1: you
2: imagine if, if, if I said that as a comedian, if I just said that to right. someone heckling me, yeah. they're heckling yeah. me I say, Hey, go back to China. Oh, I'd be, be all over the news the next day. If, if one of the Trump kids or, or my neighbor or a CEO, here's, here's a leader. <laughs> of the country forever and she's gone go back to china they're mocking (laughs) you
0: they're the the way she said it
2: intelligence
0: and by the way i i just had a deep a profound insight she would make a great goat girl and so, maybe next time you do Gutfeld, have Kat do Pelosi as Goat Girl and you do Goat Boy and you can go back and forth. <laughs> that would be a Or she, she, she would be a good Goat Girl. I'm telling you, I, I heard it.
2: I, I, I did hear it too. I did hear it for a little bit. That and I was kind of waiting for the dentures to fall out. Not that there's. <laughs> I, I just. So, don't, I feel like we're at a point in society where they're literally, they're going, what else can we plan, Sire, to distract them? How about aliens in the mall? Yes. Yeah. But only if it's in Miami. Like, just, it never ends. It's bizarre. No, Jim,
0: I have a, I have a book for you. I have a book for you. I was talking to Bill Maher about this issue and how I was seeing things Evolve and unravel, and he goes. I just read a book. It's called like Cynical Theory. I think it's called. Susan, look that up. Yeah, Caleb, looked that up. Cynical theories, and I'd read it. I've read it twice now. It impressed the hell yeah. out of me. I've, I've been devouring it. I, I recommend you read it because it is how the you, you're trying to make sense of these things that seem impossible, and our brains yeah. naturally assume there must be some sinister or something behind it. But it's much more complicated as most things in life are. And it really goes back to post-structuralism and how they have got captured academia and captured language. And Noam Chomsky and his bullshit have all been embraced. And the rest of the world laughs at us for this. The, there it is, c- cynical theories. And uh, these two, two British, one of them's a physicist, brilliant, brilliant writers. And um, the, the point is the French laugh at us. They're like, you're, you're preoccupied with philosophers from that we dispensed with 75, nearly 100 years ago, and you're allowing these guys that we dispense as useless and wrong, demonstrably wrong, as the guiding yep. principle for your philosophical f- foundation of your politics and your economic. I, I mean, this is bad times. So it, it goes through well, that very carefully.
2: Well, I I think... Listen, I'm dumb as a rock, but when, when I don't think so. When we think about things like uh didn't we here's here's where I started getting confused and I'm kind of gone and it, I don't know where I'm at here, but you know, years ago, didn't we fight to get rid of taxes? And did we fight the British to get rid of taxes? I don't understand. When did we then all of a sudden become their best friends? So there's World War II. Um, I'm starting to see there's so much history that I just don't believe anymore. And I saw something (laughs) really cool. I saw something really cool on the internet the other day. It was a guy. It was a. It was a professor, and he showed a blue circle and a a red circle. And 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 he said. And it said, "This is how easy it is to manipulate people." And the blue circle on and the—I and think it was an orange circle, whatever the other color was. He goes, yeah. "One of these circles is larger than the other." And I said, "Yeah, yeah." I my instinct said, "No, they're the same size," but he said, "No, one of these is larger." And he had the entire classroom voting on mm-hmm. who thinks the blue is larger. You know, and I—and so, yeah. then as 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 I was looking, I went you know what, the blue is a little larger. And then he revealed, no, they're the same, but I got all of you to vote, and I got all of you to go against your natural instinct. And that is what I call the demons, the monsters have figured out. They've figured out how to take humanity and attack your natural instinct on everything, whether it's politics, health, everything. Um, and that's a very dangerous place to be.
0: Yeah. And so brainwashing
2: persuasion,
0: these things have been perfected and we have fallen victim to a lot of that stuff. And and there's a certain amount of natural hysteria that we get into, particularly when there's a lot of narcissism in the personality constructs, I believe at least. Uh, and, you know, I know you've been very critical of lockdowns in particular, but it is just so astonishing that things like six feet, which was six feet distancing, which was something that was invented out of thin air, thin air, and the whole world did it. That, to me, is the astonishing part. We were hoodwinked in so many ways, and I can't believe people defend it. That's the thing that's mysterious to me now. Uh, you know, they're very defensive about it. It's like,
2: no, no, no. Not good. Yeah, no, what bothers, I I got over the, first I was in shock because Mm. I never fell for it. I didn't fall for it for one second. I thought this was the craziest voodoo trick on all of humanity. And when I saw it going down in front of my eyes, and just like you said, people would get vicious foam at the mouth. Uh, as if you're oh, yeah. the uh, you're the murderer, and it's incredible. Can you see that
0: what's on the screen? See yeah, what's on the screen
2: there? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I made a video, and I had no clue that I was going to be the beginning of something. Yeah. I just I just yeah. was being honest, <laughs> and I feel that.
0: I still what didn't you know, believe? by the way, why more wasn't made of that. Not, not so much you doing that, but what, because I remember in New York having to show my stupid vaccine card to go in a restaurant. I, I had the illness and the vaccine because we traveled to Europe and I had to have it. And they were kind of worse over there in, in many ways. But I kept thinking, wait a minute, most of the unvaccinated that I know are black. And we're really going to ostracize black Americans from walking into a restaurant? Are you kidding me? And I still don't know why more wasn't made of
2: that. Well, I mean, think of this—the stupidity. I hate to say stupidity, but at the end of the day, the the appalling uh, decisions and the appall- the people. You can go to a New York restaurant, and you can sit outside. If you sit inside, you got to wear a mask. But you can right. walk through the restaurant. There was just zero common sense and even the
4: right, even right.
2: The, the shot and i kept telling people this is this is a big moment in time when i knew this was demonic evil say whatever you want to say i i i, I took i took ivermectin and i took some vitamins and when you have a guy like joe rogan and he says hey i took I took. It doesn't matter what he took. I took chocolate bar. I, mm-hmm. I I bounced up and down three times, and I farted Yankee Doodle. Now, if it was that serious, don't you think the world would go whoa 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 whoa? He is healed. Maybe we should hear what he has to say. And the masters that control the media, we should look into who really controls media. The masters that control the CDC, who really controls the CDC, who controls all these decisions because they are the demons of society. They demonized him with the whole heat horse dewormer, uh, which now I, I had someone on the podcast who just started taking in horse dewormer to treat his cancer. I'm not saying you should do that, but he'll sit here and tell you right to your face. He was stage four and he was in hospice after years and years of years. And they finally said, Well, there's nothing more we can do. And he goes to tractor supply. I went, what? And he takes he he takes a scoop of whatever Ben Deziv, I don't know the name of it. And it makes you wonder the people that have been running all of this, they're the ones I'd like to see. People showing up at the homes and 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 the actual. I don't want to. I don't want to see the speaker, the CDC. I want to see the entire panel. I want to see every decision maker. I want to see every newscaster. I want to see everyone who wrote the script for the news. I want to see every top level doctor that insists on it. Let's see their faces out in the public, nonstop every day because they're the ones that went out of their way to destroy society, in my opinion, in a vicious, demonic, pure evil manner. They knew what they were doing. I didn't care what anyone says. They knew exactly what they were doing.
0: Well, I'll, I'll refer you to a guy named Mark Cianchisi, again, another formal physicist who's now a social psychologist who he studies this. And he, he has a, again, another good uh, construct of how these things happen. And he said, All, social evil is always done in the name of doing good. Always, no matter what genocide or what insanity or what, not whatever, always in the name of doing good. Uh, That's Mm. one aspect of it. Uh, What was the other thing? Oh, and the other thing about Joe Rogan that was even more offensive to me is he said, what Joe said was, here's what my doctor did for me. Okay. And whatever his doctor, he and his doctor did together is nobody's damn business. Nobody's. That is between the two of them only. And not only is it none of your business, you have, you have no business even knowing what they did. And Jim, one of the really interesting things was, he you know, people reacted to the ivermectin like, that was, that was not the interesting thing. He gave him two NAD infusions. That was way outside the usual recommendations, and that was really interesting. Right. And I told Joe that, and he said, yeah, and I think it helped me because he also got monoclonal antibodies, and that really helped, of course. But uh, but NAD infusions, well, that was craziness, and uh, nobody picked that up because they don't know. They were just in hysteria about certain words. It was
2: just like nothing I'd ever seen. Yeah, and and people have to get... They have to get aware because something tells me that was only the that was the first big test. I don't know what they're going to try in the next go around. It may not even be health wise. It could be a whole I don't know.
0: I,
5: well, uh,
0: uh, yeah. Well, let me ask. Yeah, I, I we promise let you go at uh, I promise yeah. let you go at the bottom of the hour. But but I I don't think people will fall for stuff quite so easily. So what do you want people to do next time? Something uh, challenges their civil liberties, frankly, that tries to come after them in the name of something. What do you want people to do?
2: Well here's what I honestly say. listen, i I, I am a believer of higher energy, God, whatever. We are designed. We've been designed to use an instinct. It is a superpower. We are superpowers. Mm-hmm. And we've been taught not to believe that. you know when something's wrong with your body. You know when yep. something's off mentally, physically, spiritually. you We are designed. listen to your instinct because a- sci- that's it. people love experts, they love scientists. they put on a lab coat and you believe them. Stop believing everything you see. there are false idols. I never understood that phrase of false idols. Your, your pop stars a false idol, your ball player's a false idol, your government's a false idol. They're false idols. Only you have the answers within. Trust them. And be fearless while everyone else panics and everyone else wants to, to run in a frenzy. Be fearless. Because that's when the Warriors will rise and we will conquer.
0: And tune into Bruniverse on Friday or Thursday if you want to get on Patreon. And, yeah, it uh, come Saturday. I, promise I
2: think we start releasing Saturday, but it doesn't matter. All
0: right, fair enough. Uh, but whatever it is, follow Jim. Uh, Jim, great to see you. Uh, it's been a minute. Such I a promise pleasure. I'll let you go right now. Yeah, you too. Thank and uh, good you so luck with everything. Much. And of course, I'll see um, you when I get out. We're all big fans. Okay, man. Thank you. And also maybe see That's you in New York. Uh the next time I do Gutfeld, I'll, I'll check in with you, see if you're over there. Okay, so what we will do is uh take a little break, and then we're we're gonna welcome our next guest back at Bobby Ann Cox. As I said, she's a civil rights attorney, so we're gonna get in a little more of the weeds of this topic of civil protecting civil rights. She's a fellow at the Brownstone Institute, been practicing law for a long time. You can follow her on X at attorney underscore Cox C-O-X. And uh, let's see what else she's, yeah, one of the things she's fighting is the isolation and quarantine procedures that the governor is stepping up. It's just, some of this stuff is mind-boggling, so I can't wait to get into it with her, so don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Well, most of my career, I've been urging people to kick habits, change habits. Well, this time, I'd like to suggest getting into the habit of adding Paleo Valley grass-fed bone broth protein to your daily nutrition regimen. Here's CEO, Autumn Smith.
3: It's made from cows with 100% grass-fed and finished and bones, their bones, rather than the hide. Most bone broth or collagen powders are made from hides or hooves, but ours is actually made from the bone. It'll contain additional nutrients. Bone broth is a way to bring back those nutrients, those minerals, and there's glu- glucose aminoglycans, And then there's collagen, which helps us prevent wrinkles and joint pain and actually heals our gut. There's, there's gelatin and there's just all of these ingredients that the modern diet has kind of left by the wayside. Susan
0: and I have been mixing the chocolate-favored bone broth literally into our coffee every morning for months. And we've noticed a difference in our energy, appearance of our hair, skin, nails. Susan's particularly very happy with this. The bioavailable protein also helps us feel satiated. That's the part I'm happy with. Paleo Valley bone broth also comes in vanilla and pure, unflavored, and can easily be added to your coffee, smoothies, yogurt. Go to drdrew.com paleo, P-A-L-E-O, For 15% off your first order, Again, that is drdrew.com/paleo. Are you one of the millions of American women and men dealing with premature hair thinning and hair loss, or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it runs in your family? Start 2024 with a real solution that delivers results without the harsh side effects or unwanted chemicals, and no need for prescription. Privia uses a safe natural ingredient, Procapil, to effectively target the three main causes of premature hair thinning and hair loss by supporting healthy scalp circulation delivery of nourishing nutrients and healthy hair follicle anchoring to your scalp. Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb. Right now, new customers save over 50% plus free shipping. Every introductory package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use, plus the Provia Super Concentrate for faster, more noticeable results. Don't wait. Order now to save an extra 10% and get free shipping at proviahair.com forward slash Drew. That's P-R-O-V-I-A-H-A-I-R, proviahair.com slash D-R-E-W. We all know the value of a good night's sleep. We feel better, look better, have more energy to spare, but you could be missing out on all of those benefits if you're sleeping on sheets that are too hot or too cold or just plain uncomfortable. I have the solution. Cozy Earth Bedding. Cozy Earth is the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, loungewear, and more. They use premium viscose from highly sustainable bamboo, and we sleep in them regularly. I wear their T-shirts. Susan wears their pajamas. Cozy Earth Bedding comes with a 100-night sleep trial, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on them, wash them, try them out. If you're not in love, just return them within 100 days for a full refund. Susan and I love them. In fact, we have Cozy Earth sheets on our bed right now, and they made a huge difference in our sleep. If you've never tried Cozy Earth, we have some awesome news. You can save up to 35% off Cozy Earth right now. But hurry, this offer will not last. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter my promo code DREW at checkout for up to 35% off on your first order. That is CozyEarth.com, promo code DREW, C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H, CozyEarth.com, code D-R-E-W. So, as I said, you can follow Bobby Ann Cox at attorney underscore Cox um, and find out more about her quarantine lawsuit at Uniting. I hope I'm saying that correct. Uniting NYS dot com uh, forward slash lawsuit. And her law firm is Cox dot com. Please welcome Bobby Ann. Bobby Ann. Welcome. Welcome back.
3: Yeah, great to see you again. No.
0: There we are. So we had no mic for a second. Um, so I, I just start with, some, with a sort of 30,000-foot view here. What's preoccupying you these days? I know you've been very concerned about that quarantine law. Is that the totality of what's occupying your time?
3: No, no. We've got lots of irons in the fire over here in New York. <laughs>
5: I figured. I figured. Yeah.
3: So the the quarantine lawsuit against Governor Hochul and her her Department of Health is uh, still raging on. Um, When I was on your show last, we had just had oral arguments on that case. Um, We won, just to remind your viewers, we won this lawsuit against Governor Hochul uh, back in 2022 and we got her isolation and quarantine procedures regulation struck down as unconstitutional. Um, the most draconian regulation I've ever read or heard of in my entire life. Um, And I've been practicing law for 25 years. Uh, But that was struck down in 2022 by the trial court. And um, she appealed. She and uh, the attorney general, Letitia James, here in New York, appealed that. And we had just had oral arguments at the appellate court when we came on your show senator Borello and myself he's my lead plaintiff and um then we got the decision from the appellate division in uh november of 2023 and they dismissed our case and said that my plaintiffs had no standing uh which Mm -hmm. is completely wrong and uh it's a calamitous decision um, obviously, a sitting New York State senator and uh, Assembly members, because I also represent Assemblyman Chris Taig, Assemblyman Mike Lawler, who's now Congressman Mike Lawler, uh, and a citizens group uniting New York State. And obviously, these this group has standing. I mean, especially the legislators who are challenging their authority to make laws versus an agency under the governor's authority to make laws, right? It's, it's horrendous, this decision. So uh, we just filed our appeal with the court of appeals um, last week. And that is the highest court in New York state. So we are waiting to see um, as this battle rages on how, how it's going to pan out. But yeah, this is uh this is the unbelievable astonishing decision from the appellate court. Uh, my my plaintiffs I, don't have standing, apparently.
0: I, I think, which is wild, but only as wild as so many of the things we're all reading and hearing about throughout the, the land, frankly, not just in New York, in terms of, I, I don't know how to frame it, I'm hoping you can help me with this, the behavior of our uh, judicial system. I don't know how else to frame it except that, that it's been sort of like mind boggling some of the decisions and sort of difficult to understand what, why there's can be such massive variation in opinions. What, what what has happened to our legal system?
3: Yeah, it is astonishing. I, I am really stunned by this decision from the appellate court. I mean, it, first of all, it flies in the face of logic, right? I mean, If you have a group of New York state lawmakers who are saying that an agency has usurped their power, the agency took their lawmaking power, that obviously gives standing, right? You have, you're saying, I have been injured by the act of this other person, this agency that sits under the governor. Obviously you have the right to bring a case in a court of law, to ask them to settle the dispute. And our trial court judge acknowledged that, right? The trial court judge ruled on the case. He said, yeah, you know, he didn't even talk about standing. Of course we have standing. Um, He was talking about the actual merits of the case. You know, this regulation would allow, if if they reissue it, because now the Department of Health is free to reissue this regulation if they want, thanks to this horrible decision, Um, It would allow the Department of Health to to lock up or lock down any New Yorkers that they deemed, uh, they don't even have to prove it, that they deem, that they think maybe is a public health risk. So if they don't have to prove you're actually sick, the regulation didn't say that they had to give any notice so they could just knock on your door and issue you an isolation or a quarantine order. They could lock you down in your house, but they could also take you from your house and put you into a facility of their choosing where you have no say where you go. You have no say how long you stay there. They could tell you how long you stay there. No restrictions, days, months, I, I, weeks. I mean
0: uh, I get I get it. It's, it's a draconian. I, but I want to go back around on the attorneys. I, I'm sometimes hearing lawyers, excuse me, and the judges. I'm sometimes hearing lawyers say things like, "Well, these judges—they're just people too. They read the same papers and watch the same news, and they watch whatever." And have they? Have the? I mean, judges in this country been captured with a hysteria, a mass formation, or something? A lot of them, where they really have lost their ability to. Make good judgment? I, it's just, I, I'm trying, I'm really struggling with what, what, how they could say some of the things and do some of the things they do. It's 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 And if you were hysterical, if you believed you were, you know, that you were preventing the, the you know, that this was necessary to prevent the death of millions of people, and why wouldn't you? The, the kind of weird hysteria that people were in during COVID, if you still had that, I, you'd make some terrible decisions. There'd be no risk reward in any of your decisions at all.
3: Yeah, and here's the thing: in New York State, it's it's not the same in every state. It, each state has their own state court system, um, and the state decides how their court system is run. Um, but here in New York State, our trial court level judges—so that's the first level of court that you go into when you file a lawsuit—those judges are elected by the people. Um, whereas when you get to the appellate division, when you want to appeal a case whether it's the middle court or it's our highest court in New York state, those judges are all appointed by a governor. So you do have a difference, which is a big difference between electing the, the population electing their judges versus those judges being appointed by an executive, whether it's the governor or it's the president. In the federal court system, all of the judges whether they're the trial court level judges or the appellate court level judges or you know obviously the united states supreme court all those judges are appointed by the president so you know personally i mean there's a there's a difference of opinion of course but personally i think judges should be elected i think the population should elect their judges Um, it's very dangerous when you don't have people in charge people in command who aren't responsible and responsive to the people, to the voters. So, you know, I, I can't speak for what's going on with with certain judges in certain cases. But, hey, I mean, our trial court judge ruled in our favor, as as he should have. <laughs> um, and, and now we have to go now fight for another year, right? This case started two years ago. Um, and we have to now try and go fight in front of the highest court in New York State. It's just, it's, it's such a huge waste of taxpayer resources. You know, mm. the governor and the AG never should have appealed this case once we won. They should have said, oh, sorry, you know, we overstepped, we made a regulation that was a violation of the Constitution. Sorry about that. No, they're fighting tooth and nail to get this power back. It's it's unbelievable. And they're using your tax dollars to do it.
0: But the 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 unbelievability about how our taxpayer uh, tax dollars are spent and the enthusiasm of cracking down on our civil liberties seems to be both current really serious trends right now uh where else are you having to fight to, so people can speak their mind and travel freely and uh, where else is that being encumbered that you're you're worried about right now
3: yeah. So I also uh, just filed a lawsuit a couple months ago uh, together with a colleague of mine uh, against New York state uh, again. Um, and this case is trying to force the New York state legislature to properly follow the constitution um, in trying to amend the constitution. So here in New York state, um, our legislature is controlled, uh, super majority controlled by the Democrats and they have it The entire legislature, so both houses, our state Senate and our state assembly, um, have supermajority Democrat control, which means they don't even need one Republican vote to make a law. Um, And it's very dangerous. It doesn't matter which party has total control. It's very dangerous when only one party has total control at the government level. Because there is no conversation, there is no compromise, there is no hearing the other side of the story. Um, And here in New York, not just our legislature is a Democrat, but our governor is also a Democrat, and our attorney general is also a Democrat. So we're seeing complete one party rule here. And um, the abolition of our rights is astonishing. Um, It's been that way in New York for about five years now, and the exodus of New Yorkers from this state to other states is tremendous. This state has lost billions with a B, billions of tax dollars over the last few years because the tax base, the people are leaving the state. And it's because of all the horrendous policies that the legislature and the governor and the attorney general are putting into place. Um, But this other lawsuit that I'm working on right now against the state, is to try to force them, force the legislature, to follow the proper steps as clearly laid out in our state constitution in order to amend the state constitution. They skipped a step. They wanna change our constitution, they wanna change language in there, which if they are successful, and if my lawsuit is not successful, um, that change to our constitution will go on the ballot in this coming November, and uh, it'll probably pass because you know they make they make the words sound so lovely and so pleasant. Um, but people don't understand what those words really mean. And so, um, it, it will ultimately end up meaning uh, that the legislature will be free to abolish parental rights in New York State. Um, so, you know, it's very dangerous when we don't keep the government in check you can't amend our constitution by skipping a step. There are steps laid out in the process, follow each step, and then you can change the constitution, but don't be so brass and think that you can skip a step and then still change the constitution. You know, it's just this really unfortunate and prevalent notion by the government. And it's not just in New York state. We are seeing this at the federal level as well, this notion that they can just do whatever they want, you know, constitution be damned. They don't care about the constitution. They don't like the constitution because they're restricted by the constitution, but they just ignore it. And they do whatever they want to do, even if they know they don't have the power. And then their attitude is, well, you know, catch me if you can. Bring a lawsuit, Mm. try and stop me. And if the judge tells me to stop, okay, then maybe I'll stop. If the judge doesn't tell me, to stop? Well, then I'm just going to keep doing whatever it is I'm doing that I'm not supposed to be doing. So it's very dangerous. Lawsuits are good. They are a good tool, but they take time, they take money, they take energy, and they take attorneys willing to bring those lawsuits and go up against the grain. So this is yeah. very dangerous. We 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 have to change the leadership at the top. That is the way we get out of this mess.
0: Well, I, I mean. I suppose I would be sympathetic were I not living in a state where it's actually worse. So in case California is your, your model and no one's fighting back here that I can see. So uh, I I just admire that you're in there swinging away. Uh, All right. Well, listen, uh, yeah, I just, let's kind of wrap up here. Uh, Are there, are there anything you want people to be aware of or take note of or going forward?
3: Um, Yeah. You know, It's really important, this is an election year as everybody knows, right? We have the president up for election. Um, In many of the states, we have other very important races. Um, Many members of Congress are up for election this year. Um, Here in New York, we have a a US Senator up for election. Uh, Several seats in the House of Representatives are up for election. And so, you know, this is an opportunity for voters who are sick and tired of what's going on no matter what state you live in if you don't like what's going on in your state if you don't like what's going on at the federal level this is a great opportunity to help get the vote out and try and change it you know people think oh well it's only january you know we we don't have any elections till november well that's true but in some cases there are going to be primaries so people can get involved with and stay on top of primary races um, but also mm-hmm. you have to start talking about these issues now because a lot of people when it comes to election day they just you know hey they make oh well you know i have other plans or i'm just really busy or i have other things going on mm-hmm. but if you understand the really important issues that are at hand right now in this country i'm hoping it's going to spur enough people to go to the polls and and bring people with them. Bring your friends, bring your family members because we have to ch- we have to change the leadership at the top and I'm not just talking about the president. I'm talking about in all levels of government whether it's our state government, our federal government, whether it's in the House of Representatives or the Senate, you know, we are seeing a flat out invasion in this country right now at our southern border and we have a president that is refusing to enforce our laws we have immigration laws we've had them for a long time (laughs) but this administration under biden is not enforcing those laws that doesn't mean those laws go away those laws are still in place it's just that they're not being enforced and it's to the detriment of american citizens It it is an unsafe situation Because you're seeing unvetted people come across that border. We don't know who they are. We don't know if they're carrying diseases. We don't know if they have bad intentions. And I just saw a report that something like 169, I believe is the number, 169 um, people on the terrorist watch list were stopped from coming into the country. They were trying to come through illegally, come through the southern border in just 2023 alone so you know we really have a problem here we don't have any sort of national security and that is so dangerous and you know people ask me all the time why are we sending 113 billion with a b billion dollars to secure the borders of ukraine for example but we're not spending any money to secure our borders in fact, we're spending approximately two billion dollars a year here in this country to break our immigration laws and bring in all these people across the southern border. Because again, Biden is paying to for them to come in. He's paying for them to go where they, whatever state they want to go to. He's paying for their food and their housing. Well, I say he, we are paying for it. It's our tax dollars. Um, so it's a very dangerous situation, and you know asylum seekers absolutely are we a nation of immigrants absolutely but you have laws for a reason and we have to follow the laws because otherwise we're putting Americans at risk so yeah this is a hugely important year we we really do need people to get involved and understand what's going on at a federal level at a state level otherwise we're going to have a really big problem when our resources, are no longer there when our voices are no longer being heard um new york city this isn't the state of new york but new york city passed an ordinance a couple years ago allowing non-citizens to vote in the new york city elections mm-hmm. that was yeah. challenged in law yeah. in, in a court of law that was struck down but do you know that mayor adams in new york city is appealing that decision you know <laughs> why, why would you be doing that you know, well, you know, and put put two and two together. He He's declared, you know, it's a sanctuary city. They're bringing in hundreds of thousands of unvetted illegal um, migrants across the southern border, shipping them into New York City. And he's fighting to get them the right to vote. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, people really do. I get frustrated because I feel like not a lot of Americans know what's going on. And that's a huge mm. problem. It's a huge problem. If you don't know what's happening around you and if you don't know what your rights are, then you can't stick up for yourself. Um, so, you know, that's why I really appreciate coming on um, your show talking about these topics, trying mm. to get people to understand what's going on and to understand what their rights are. We have a lot of um, we have we have a lack of teaching of the Constitution. There, there are no more civics classes taught in our schools. Um, they, they've stopped teaching cursive in our schools. You know, they're doing these things on purpose because they don't want people to understand what their rights are. They don't want you to read the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, which are written in cursive. You know, they don't want you to know what your rights are because they don't want you to enforce your rights. It's very dangerous. It, it's very dangerous, and only... The people can turn this around by getting educated, um, staying involved and being engaged. Really, it's I, I can't stress enough how important that is. Otherwise, we are going to uh, we're going to lose this country. It's not going to be the country that you and I grew up in. That, that is for sure.
0: I mean, I appreciate it. I, I I'm glad you're here to send out that warning, and hopefully, people will take heed and and go to the ballot box when the time comes, and and also stand up and express themselves. It is also a time for discourse and honesty, and not uh, cowing to the pressures that are out there uh, against your liberties, particularly your speech liberties. Um, it, it's time to speak up if you have an opinion, and you know, and just dis- had discourse. That's how it's how you learn. It's how people. Figure things out. is together. So, uh, Bobby Ann Cox, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Yes, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: You bet. You can find her at attorney underscore Cox on uh, X. And uh, I'm going to take a couple questions. Oh, Susan, you got a comment. I was Go just
1: ahead. thinking about how, my, how we were in Miami mm-hmm. and also in Orlando this week mm-hmm. and how everybody's so happy down there.
0: So we always say, Florida, people and are just super happy down there. We're and- at
1: the podcast, PodFest. Podcast Hall of Fame, giving Adam his, his award.
0: Which I forgot to take to him today.
1: Which is great. And um, you know, Caleb was saying earlier that he's been with us for 10 years. I can't believe we've been doing podcasts for 10 years. It was crazy.
0: Well, we didn't start with podcasts right away. I mean well, we, He did the website for a few years. You before
1: did. We did. I was already doing one. But What's it's-
0: that, Caleb?
4: Well, yeah, you guys were doing podcasts before, but you just didn't do the live stream video stuff. Like turning right. it into a no, whole show. No. That, yeah, that was the new thing. Right. And I that did, hasn't I, been going I a full go 10 on, years. Well,
1: no, I did no, no, no. Facebook Live, though. Remember that? I put up a camera with oh, yeah, my I phone, remember. and I yeah. in the put playroom. it up on Facebook.
0: <laughs> it was so bad. Wayne's World.
1: It was so bad. My Wayne's <laughs> World couch and <laughs> my psychic mediums. And then we had This Life with Bob, and Bob uh, that was a good show. And then we mm-hmm. had we had Weekly Infusion, and we with did Bruce, the Swole Patrol. Dr. Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then Caleb came and then in Mike and Catherwood cleaned everything up. We had a we had a guy running the podcast, but but Caleb was the um, I had no idea he could run the VMix. I was like so excited, when he says, oh, "I can do this." And remember,
0: you wanted to put this on Twitch to begin with.
4: <laughs> yeah, you wanted a yep, million dollar the, contract. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the original was the idea, thing. and then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that uh, Twitch dropped the ball on that. <laughs> they should they could have had an exclusive mm-hmm. here. <laughs>
0: Yep. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, and we didn't know about things like Rumble and whatnot.
4: Yeah, but it was so-, so weird because, like,
1: I was thinking, like, how long have we been doing this? And and what what's really strange is that this was my baby with the whole podcast thing, mm. and nobody was nobody told me what I had to do or not do. Mm. You know, it's I had a free country, and what, Drew what? was on CNN, and he, you know, we couldn't have a sponsor like. We never had a sponsor before because what Susan is to-
0: also saying is that we were at the podcast awards, uh, met lots of different lovely people who do podcasting, and Susan didn't realize how much she knew about podcasting and streaming until she started describing what we've been like, doing.
1: He, they asked you a question. He goes, I don't know. Ask her. But it was it, it's just really interesting to see where we've come. And I mean, there were so many podcasters there, and they had all different things, and everybody's very creative and. And they, you know, they do what they love, and they. Some of them make money, some of them don't. They, and pretty much everybody's getting screwed by the, uh, by the advertising agencies that they work for. And you know, we had a lot in common there. But, but, Caleb, your hair
4: is <laughs> Back 10 years so, ago.
1: I, is so <laughs> funny. I forgot you had all that hair.
4: It was my my wife it weighed who, more than you did. Oh yeah, it was uh, yeah. Because whenever I first started <laughs> dating my wife, it's I had Justin Bieber hair like all the way down into my eyes, and uh, she quickly cleaned me up. <laughs> it's like she came in <laughs> and she got me a haircut, and like it was pretty much within a week of us dating. I asked. Look, this is a common theme, I guess, guys. I was like, I-, I can't be dating you with your website looking that bad. Give me your. T-. So she gave me all the logins, <laughs> and I redesigned her website. That was my love language um, to my my wife when we were dating: is um, give me all all your logins you- and I'll fix your website, dear. <laughs> That's how you know. You, uh, you were,
1: yeah. I remember having a meeting with Howard Lapitas at HLN, and he was like, I don't know yeah. what to do with this shit. Like Susan does a web website and podcasts like I don't know Caleb's a good guy to talk to and and I was like yeah Remember I, that
0: meeting? you weren't there I was Remember there th- oh she was no.
4: Susan was I Was that one of them Susan was at that meeting that we went yeah, yeah. Howard
1: yeah
4: yeah strangely enough that was also the first time I met Susan and Susan was just in the meeting and I was thinking wait Drew's wife Why is, is she a here? part of this <laughs> but oh this I didn't know how big of a deal she was with the whole the whole setup <laughs>
0: Well that was Howard's brilliance. He just said, We're gonna give this to Susan. She's gonna do this stuff.
1: I did I mean, I was behind the scenes in your like radio and you know, I don't know, we did stuff together. Travel and website. No, and people still don't know that. I mean, some people are starting to figure it out now and they're like, What? Mm -hmm. But it's it's so funny because I didn't really think anything about it. Like I'm like a producer, I just like to be in the background. I don't really want to be in the front and and toot my horn or whatever but i realized that video it's, pro- it's been up you're in my baby not just my, my baby because you
4: oh my gosh look at that my baby Bieber oh hair god. wow it's oh so my god it's funny. so
1: funny look at that hoodie <laughs> 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 could you did you have problems getting on planes after nine eleven? i i had uh, that's that's when i wore. no nah,
4: nah, the uh you know it was weird that,
0: about about what Jenny hutt was the co-host and Sam Shocker was one of the guests and that, that little panel. And then that was a great
4: show. yeah Sam later then on, did you, you know um yeah. oh what is his name? There was a guy that was always on the HLN show who's now on Queer Eye. Um oh what's his oh, name? Uh, um yeah, karamo
0: Karamo.
1: karamo. Yeah. Karamo. He was on karamo. your show. He was a lot, on and my podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Was a huge star. He was
1: also on my podcast calling out. No, with we, we
0: started a whole bunch of people. <laughs> we, we launched so, yeah. a bunch so of funny. people in, in the TV.
1: I made sure everybody who was a celebrity on HLN was on my podcast getting psychic readings. <laughs> that was <her laughs> sort of
4: the rest That's is so funny. And, then, yeah. and
1: you and Taylor. And you know the, Colby actually predicted you having kids. Like you guys oh, yeah. were trying and stuff and oh, she called it out. So
4: I have stories for you yeah. about Colby predicting stuff. It's, it's yeah. it was pretty wild. Colby oh, yeah.
1: and then and then the the uh the spirits would come in and screw with the electronics and we'd always have right. like a lot of technical <laughs> could, like, you guys, I would I would
5: love to <laughs> we'll take we'll a couple of
0: <laughs> Can I yeah, I was gonna say can I take just a couple of calls before I yeah, go?
1: Yeah, do it. Hit right, right, it. Yeah. I G- don't know. I just had to Gator know,
0: Nation. I, this must be somebody
1: uh,
0: <laughs> from Florida. I'm guessing. Three. <laughs> uh, and then Josh will get you next.
1: So, Drew's mic sounds a little hot, by the way, Caleb. I just want to let you. Caleb know.
0: was complaining about the echoing in here, Susan.
6: Uh, <laughs> all right, unmute yourself.
0: We there there work you are, Gator. What's work going on?
1: There? I can turn it down a little bit.
6: Gator, hey, hey, Dr. Hey. Drew. What's happening? Um, can't help but. Uh, comment on um bobby's uh, remarks about new york as a, a person who's born and raised lived there for 40 some odd years um
0: last still there are you still there
6: no fortunately i'm in a battleground no. state so okay uh but my entire family brothers sisters everybody is leaving and i'm just wondering like what what your uh your take, I respect your opinion tremendously. Um, what your take is on, uh, you know, states like that, states like California. What, what is, what is the end game? I mean, there's people. You know, I, 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 this is just my opinion, but I feel we're being attacked by, you know, uh, Mexico, uh, the Middle East, China, in the forms of precursors for uh, crystal meth, uh, heroin everything and i feel like we're being slowly bled as a country and i think it's not just happening in new york and california it's happening in Portland, oregon it's happening in tennessee it's happening in west virginia and i feel like we will not be a world power in 10 to 15 years and that is heavy and that could easily thought. be the,
0: the, yeah. it's, it's all heavy um I, you know, because I live in California, people are fleeing here at an even higher rate than than New York. Uh, we were in the great state of Florida over the weekend. And we always comment, we go down there, how happy everybody is, how things function, businesses thrive, people are out doing things, socializing. It's like going to a different country. Um, and it's just to me sad. And, I, and I've seen things turn around before. I, I, I told Michael Malice the other day that I remember when the 80s kind of kicked in, the 70s sucked the way this sucks in a kind of different way, but it felt as hopeless as this. And it changed fast, it changed all of a sudden. So things can change, but I I, I always, you know, Adam Kroll and I do a podcast on a regular basis and I always ask him that same question you're asking me. And he goes, I know, he goes, what's gonna be is gonna be, there are gonna be safe spaces and octagons. That people are going to go in rejecting some of what's going on. People are going to get more into sort of extreme ideas like fighting in octagons. And people who are still bound to the, these uh, these sort of uh, un, these concerning ideas are going to end up in just safe spaces. And there's going to be states that thrive and states that really struggle. That's when it's going to get to be really challenging, well, because they're welcome. going to have they're going to come to the states that are thriving and say, "Take care of us."
6: Right, and and, and to, to your point, uh, you know, growing up in New York, you know, in the you know, I was born in '72, so you know, going to the city in the '80s, it was like you just. You didn't go to Times Square. You just, you know, <laughs> unless yeah, you want to right. pickpocket or whatever. But, but I, I no, feel like see, to your point, you 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 hit it on the, on the nose when you said there was abrupt change. I think that's because when they formed the DEA or they formed different task forces and things like that, that mm. a lot of people don't like. But we're at this point now where all these agencies are. In effect, but they're doing not. I mean, if 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 I, if I have a, a a sinus infection, I got to show my ID mm-hmm. to buy one box of Advil cold and sinus. Yet, yep, there's right. hundred pound bags of pseudoephedrine coming in by the boatload to our country. It's, it's like yeah. what yeah. what is going it's wild. on here?
0: Yeah, the. I know the, 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 thank you, my friend. I I appreciate speaking to you, you. but the, the lack of the lack of, um, rational consistency, I, uh, Christina P and I used to do a streaming pod and YouTube channel together. And we'd always, we'd always say, there's gotta be a rational revolution. We had a high sign for it. This is welcome. The rational revolution. It's, it's gotta recur. Here's molten salt, salt, Susan. You ever wonder what molten salt looks like? Oh, I don't hear you.
1: I don't know why, but my earphones
0: just went out. Let me, let me. Okay. Uh, Salt. Uh, oh, good to no. see you. Uh, talk to you in person. Unmute yourself there. Hello. Hey, how are, oh, you, sir? how are you,
5: sir? I'm all right. How are you doing? Let me turn you off on the audio over here. Fun. There uh, you oh, go. I can't hear you. Not coming through my headphones. How,
0: how about, about now?
5: No. no, it's on my Oop, end.
0: It's uh, all the weird echo. It's a weird echo there.
5: Calling in honor of j Hep. I'll let you go. I can't sort out my. Just turn
1: the volume them. down a little bit and we'll be able to do it. Yeah. Like, just turn it down a little bit. Yes, yeah, so we do. We don't so, hear so, it screaming back the, at us. Yeah. Face the phone away from you. All right. <laughs> so, what's on your mind?
5: Well, I actually very much agree with the previous caller. Uh, I went to Dollar General and they're selling, uh, what is this stuff? Dime dime meth. It's the stuff they make methamphetamines out of. They're selling it for a dollar.
0: Right, right. right. <laughs> and
5: uh, right. Man, that's not a yeah. good situation. It's all coming from China. And uh, yeah. I think a lot more is coming from China. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's about all I have to say. Okay, <laughs> I
0: appreciate it. sir. good to hear your voice. Uh, it, it is voice. Uh, a, a, astonishing what we allow. It's, it's just sort of there's so much needs to be cleaned up it's hard to, I, I, you know, I please everybody. Uh, Voltaire was worried about this. I see Caleb running the uh, credits. We got to run for the exit here. I'm afraid to say, Um, but he, he was trying to struggle. Voltaire was struggling with all the horrible stuff that was going on in the world. And um, the, his traveling partner kept talking about how wonderful everything is, the best of all possible worlds. It's God's, God's will. And it's, It's just an absolute perfect perfection all the while they were looking at the Lisbon earthquake victims and horrible things wherever they went. And finally he came home and he said, you know, we each need to take care of our garden, take care of your own family, take care of your own relationships, be healthy, do it in a way that is a model for other people. Remember Kant's first injunction, you know, behave, make your choices in such a way that your actions can be a universal principle, find some sort of spiritual something, find a a purpose. Find a way to have a good life, and if we each did that, uh, things would start to move in the right direction. But we have to really start to pay attention. All right, tomorrow, uh, speaking of paying attention, Joseph Latipo is in here. Um, I love that guy. Larry Elder, Roseanne coming in. We're gonna get Dell Big Tree at. Uh, he, you guys have asked for him. Nikki and Jim Norton are actually coming in studio. You'll love him. Alex, Jimmy Dore, Alex Berenson with Kelly Victory coming back on Valentine's Day. Uh, some of those uh, times, I Del Big it- Tree. Yeah, I think we're going to shift the times around coming up. We have like Adam Carolla coming in here and stuff. And who, who else? There was somebody else coming on a different time zone or a different time of day. Uh, so he was coming at uh, so four and then somebody that's else. That's on. Yeah, those we're are in moving March. around
4: the map. So on March okay. 6th, we're at March 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be Dave Rubin. And then on March 12th, right. that's a Tuesday. That's going to be 4 p.m. Pacific with Adam Carolla. Right, yeah enough. so check
1: twitter we always put the times up and there you guys or, make
4: these requests or these if you're
1: are, on locals you can get it if you sign up for locals we we send out an email before every show so you know what time it yeah goes.
0: subscribe to locals please do that and seven uh, bucks a month or something. and we um as we said we we these are all people you've all been jim uh,
1: and nikki norton looking forward
0: jim and nikki watch their instagram which on jim's instagram i think that nikki shows up they are a riot i kid you not and so uh Welcome them both in here. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow at 3 o'clock.
1: And thank you, Emily, for your bookings.
0: Indeed. See you then. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only.